0: Good evening. Hope everybody's doing well. Of course, I know you see me looking down at my phone and uh, that's because I'm trying to get this uh, put out there and make sure the thing uh, can be seen because I share to uh, my fighting for additional American values page and my uh, my, uh, my ministry page and my uh, fighting for additional American values page. For those who don't know, I have over 50,000 people. And then on my uh, my personal ministry page, I have over 5,000 people. And uh, even here on my personal Facebook, I have over 2,000 people. So that's why you see me on here trying to, trying to share everything so that make sure that it gets out and that everybody can get on to watch. I'm just trying to make every effort I can to get the Word of God out. Now, uh, if you didn't see my earlier video, uh, hold on here, sorry. Just double checking the website, make sure it's working. If you didn't see my earlier video, uh, I did a little. Um, uh, of course, I always do this before church starts. I always uh, do a little uh, encouraging video, if you will, a reminder to tell everybody that church is uh, uh, to join us at six o'clock, whether when we are able to meet uh, in person or here online. I always do a little little video, but. Uh, for those who may not have seen that, uh, one thing that I, I was letting everybody know for those who are watching now is that um, uh, if you go to our church website, uh, flbconline.com, so you see the green screen behind me, uh, if you go to our website, will actually looks like the church sanctuary uh, behind me. I thought it kind of give more of a... Uh, Uh, a a church feel uh, to do that so uh, uh, so those watching on Facebook obviously you're not gonna be able to see that trust me I spent hours yesterday (laughs) trying to figure out how I can do uh, what I'm doing on a church website through uh, the Facebook and uh, I went around the circles and uh, went through several programs was not not successful and we'll try to fool around with it some more uh, uh, this week took me several hours uh, to figure out how to do it on the uh, church website so if you want to go from uh, and I encourage you to go from the church Facebook to the church website anyway because it's really bad about uh, dropping the live feed on the, on the Facebook. So if you can, go to flbconline.com and you'll see the reason why I'm using the, the green screen. So, let's go ahead and dive into God's word. I hope everybody's had a great day today, a fantabulous day, it's been beautiful outside. I wish I could've got out there and enjoyed it a little bit, but uh, uh, lazy me had to take a nap and then I got up and had to start studying again. So. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and look into God's Word. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse uh, 11. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Give everybody to get their Bibles and uh, uh, their iPads, phones, whatever it is that you use to look up scripture. You second to do that, and of course, uh, I on these studies we're doing, I'm using the English Standard Version now. Genuinely, like I said, I, I know some people uh, are very, uh, and I, normally I, I preach from the King James, as my dad does, and and I know that's what most people are used to, So, but, uh, but for, for our study's sake, uh, we're using, using English Standard Version. Uh, verse 11 of Jeremiah 29, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. And as me pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And um, just trying to think of the uh, prayer request or prayer concerns that we had. Uh, uh, gosh, let us see here. Of course, there's Murph, Linda Feathers, Kim Penix, um, Ginger Hood. Um, I know Dad mentioned a couple this morning that I didn't know about and. But I, don't, I didn't write those down uh, this morning. And uh, uh, Tanya Barnett, I told her I'd be praying for her. And um, goodness, I uh, for the Trivet family. Um, just, you know, this whole situation, what we're going through with this um, whole virus deal in general. Um, I, I guess, you know, hey, you know what? The Lord knows our hearts and minds. And whether I mention it or whether I pray it, it, it your prayers go directly to God, just like mine do. And uh, so, you know what? God knows our hearts and minds. He's the one that's in control. And uh, you know what? Let's all just come together and pray right now. And we know that God's got this. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another opportunity uh, to spread the gospel message, to come together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Although we're not in person, we are in spirit and come together and virtually online to worship this evening. And, Lord, I just want to lift up each one of these prayer requests and prayer concerns. And, Lord, I pray that uh, Ginger Hood and Kent Pennis will get back good test results. I pray that you continue to be with Murph and you bring healing upon him, you you be with Linda Feathers. And, Lord, I pray that you be with Tanya. And, uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you be with the Trivett family, give them peace. And, Lord, uh, be with my dad and my mom and my both of my grandmothers and that you protect them and keep them safe, uh, my sister, my niece and nephews. And Lord, I uh, just pray that you will be with this country and Lord, that you will uh, uh, just give peace and strength uh, to, uh, to our land and to the people uh, that I know are worried and stressed. Lord, I left up my mother-in-law, father-in-law, my wife, daughter, and son, you protect them as well. And uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with all those concerns, whether spoken or unspoken, and let your will be done in each and every situation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I uh, uh, main reason why I wanted to make sure I brought up my fond law mother-in-law. I was told by a little bird that they uh, were upset that I was having prayer for my parents and, and my family, and I did not mention them. So I want to make sure that I made it a point to uh, point them out and let them know that they are being prayed for as well. Okay, <laughs> that I do care about them, so that way they can't. Uh, so they can't get upset with me, but uh, wouldn't dare leave them out. I pray for them every day, anyway, so they don't they don't realize that. But uh, uh, trying to think here, as far as um, uh, any real announcements, of course, we'll continue to do the online services. How long that will be will be dependent on how this uh, whole deal with this virus thing goes. It's it's really really bad, people. Um, uh, in fact, I just sent my dad a link uh, where Joe Diffie uh, he just uh, passed away from. Complication of this virus is very serious, and uh, so we need to take it seriously. Uh, we, uh, of course, our, our Easter presentation has been canceled. Uh, Dad will still uh, do an Easter uh, sermon uh, vir- uh, virtually, like we've been doing online, and as well as with the um, Easter sunrise service. We're going to stay apart. We're going to just stay away from each other. Uh, guys and gals, listen to me, man. Y'all, I- I've been hearing a lot of tales of people still congregating at the Lowe's and you know it's great you want to go hiking but if you're around a bunch of people you're defeating the purpose you know so uh we've got to stay away from each other we've got to get this under control before you know i, I feel like it's a lot worse than what people are saying so let's uh let's try to do what we need to do to stay apart i know it stinks right now and i know everybody wants to be in church hey i'd I, I like to be in church too i like to see everybody and, and i miss that it's it's kind of awkward a uh, little bit online because you can't see the the reaction of people's faces and uh and, and we're If something you're saying is even funny or not, I miss seeing people like Jerry Keller out there asleep. So, you know, it's uh, so, you know, I miss seeing that, too. Um, And I appreciate all those. I've had people message me about tithing. And and I appreciate that's one thing we don't harp on by no stretch of imagination. And you know that. Uh, but understand that uh, you know we have a lot of min- helping, a lot of ministry helping, uh, uh, a lot of missionaries. Uh, we have bills to pay, things like that. And when you give, you're giving unto the Lord. And if you want to continue to give, of course, you can always mail it to the church, or uh, uh, you can. We have PayPal option on uh, on on our website. Uh, one thing I will make mention that I think is ridiculous: PayPal does charge a. A fee every time you do that. That's the a bad part. But if you want to continue to uh, to help um, uh, the ministry of Fountain Life Bible Church, of course, uh, that would be eternally grateful. But I always bring that up because I've had so many people um, uh, ask about that and, and how they can t- continue to give. And that's the only reason why I, I bring that up in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So uh, please uh, forgive me if I've offended in any way. I just, I'm just doing uh, that to, to get, the, get the word out there. So uh, if you want to get your Bibles, uh, we're going to look into, uh, continue our study in Hebrews, and we're going to look at Hebrews 2. We're going to start with verse 10 this evening. So if you got your Bibles handy, Hebrews chapter 2, and we're going to read, I'm going to go ahead and read verses 10 through 13 at the least, and uh, uh, well, I'm trying to think here. If I should go ahead and do... Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just read read through 18. I I think that might be good. But um, Hebrews uh, 2, starting with uh, the 10th verse, for it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For who for he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified. All have one source, that is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, "I will tell of your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will sing your praise, and again I will put my trust in him, and again behold, I and the children God uh, and the children God has given me, since therefore the children share in, fle- in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things to make propitiation for the sins of the people, for because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. All right, that's a mouthful there, and I can't half read this evening, so I apologize for that. But uh, let's go ahead have one more uh, word of prayer, and then we'll dive into uh, God's word this evening. Dear Lord Jesus, again, we just come for you and praise your holy name. And Lord, thank you for this time together, and I pray again that you will lead us and watch over us. And Lord, uh, help us in our study this evening, and let it be applicable to our lives. Let it be used to serve you well and to spur all spiritual growth. Help us, Lord, and guide us in all things for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so well, uh, since Dad sung this morning, I got my guitar and I want to sing. Is that okay? No, I wouldn't do that. Dad did an awesome job, by the way, just saying that because he's my dad, but he did a really good job singing this morning and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you did too. If you missed it, I I encourage you to get on the website and watch the, uh, or even on Facebook where I record it, get on there and uh, watch that and uh, uh, see where uh, he he sang and uh, you'll get a true blessing out of that. And uh, real quick here, hold on one second here, I need to fix something just for real, real quickly here. I'm sorry. Give me just one second here. Okay. Sorry. Got a little out of focus there on the uh, green screen. All right. So uh, to recap a little bit, I think, you know, in this teaching, and this is what this is, the teaching, I, I enjoy uh, going through uh, different books of the Bible. I enjoy going verse by verse. I enjoy breaking these things down. Uh, so we can have a better understanding, yeah, and uh, of course, you know there's there there are topics that uh, Lord lays on my heart, and uh, of course I always uh, uh, preach on those topics uh, on Sunday mornings, or if, hey, if the Lord leads, I'll do that on Sunday night as well, and you know that. But I enjoy breaking down uh, uh, these different books of the Bible. Some of these things can be hard to understand, you know, and, and I want us to be uh, excited uh, when we read God's Word. I don't want it to be mundane. I don't want it to be like, well, this is what I have to do today. I want you to have a clear understanding uh, of what these verses and what these passages are saying uh, so that um, when you read, you're like, wow, you know, I, I really understand what God's trying to tell me here. And I really understand uh, the, this passage and how I can apply it to my life. And, and maybe, uh, when you have a better understanding, when you read it again, the Lord will uh, reveal something to you that maybe you didn't notice before. And you'd be like, man, I'm so glad the Lord, uh, uh, showed that to me. So that's why I like doing these kind of things. And I hope that you, uh, enjoy it as well. So, uh, to just recap, uh, just a little bit, uh, you know, we look at this, particularly when we look back through, uh, uh, the sequence of chapters 1 and 2, uh, we can see that uh, we want to make sure that the, the writer of Hebrews all right, is not, um, uh, is wanting to make clear that Christ is not an angel. Okay? and, uh, and, and not, not in the sense of uh, well, he's no angel. No, not, not in that kind of sense. What, uh, uh, what he's referring here to is that the angels worship him, that he is above the angels. okay? That's what he's trying to make clear here is that he is above it. and the angels themselves actually worship him. And we can see that uh, in uh, verse one, uh, I'm sorry chapter one, verse 6, and verse 8. And, um, and so one thing that we want to look at here uh, particularly is uh, in chapter 2. And don't forget uh, our reading in Proverbs 8. In fact, before I go any further, I'm going to go back over, I'm sorry, Psalm 8. I said Proverbs, Psalm 8. I just want to go back over that. Right? You don't have to turn there. I just want to go back over that because it's, it still applies uh, to these verses uh, that, I, that we are, are covering uh, this evening, and, and it's applicable to that. So I just want to read that just real quick. In uh, Psalm 8, uh, verses 4 through uh, uh, 6 here. Uh, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, talking about uh, those angels, and crowd with him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. So don't forget, as I said last week that uh, you better be taking notes, because when we get back to church, I'm going to give you a pop quiz. I know that uh, Richard Kohlberg was all excited uh, when I got done filming and looked at the comments. I saw that he was all excited about the thoughts of a pop quiz, so y'all watch out. He may uh, remind me about that, and uh, you'll be graded heavily. (laughs) I'm teasing. but uh, So, uh, we see here that, uh, particularly in, the, in chapter two, that uh, we are, are need to really pay attention to the word of God and not neglect uh, our salvation. You know, in fact, uh, someone had written um, said that it was suicidal to to hear about our Savior, to hear about salvation, and but being too busy about the things of this world and neglecting uh, our salvation. We need to make sure and appreciate. Uh, what Christ has done for us, we need to appreciate uh, the this great sacrifice uh, that Jesus christ uh, uh, did gave his life for us so that we can have eternal life. And But so many people are scurrying around and too worried about this world and neglecting uh the, what that the, our salvation neglecting what Christ has given us, taking it for granted. Uh, I think that's a problem with a lot of churches is that they have neglected that they have uh have no longer uh found it um, uh, as um exciting if you will and so they're too busy worrying about the world, worrying about everything else around them to, instead of appreciating what Christ has done for us. We need to hold that near and dear to our hearts. You know and when I look back I can see a lot in my life where I have neglected uh, and and not really have real appreciation for what Christ has, has done for me and that's one thing I never want to do. I never want to uh, uh, give uh, give in to the things of this world. I don't want to be so preoccupied with this, the temporal things of this world that, uh, that I neglect the things of Jesus Christ. That is what's important. You know, uh, so many people are preoccupied with this virus and the fear of it and of course uh, those who listen to uh, dad's message this morning you know he hit, really hit the nail on the head had some good response on that and so we need to be very careful not to um, uh, be living a life of fear you know like he said it's, it's going to be what it's going to be we are not to get to heaven any second sooner than what uh, uh, Christ has uh, has ordained and so uh, we don't need to be preoccupied and worried about um, the things we have no control over worried about uh, you know uh, keeping up with the Joneses, or whatever it may be, whatever is drawing your attention away, let's make sure that we're keeping our eyes utterly and totally focused on the things of Jesus Christ. In fact, um, uh, I was reading one illustration, and it makes a lot of sense. He was talking about um, uh, him and his father collected coins, and they were highly interested in collecting those coins. But over time, they just got to where they got tired of it, and they, he said, he might said, have had Several thousand dollars worth of coins, but they just him and his dad got tired of it and just neglected it, went fooling around with it. That's a lot of my problem, in my life. There's a lot of things I would get excited about and uh, and have uh, somewhat of a passion for, but then over time I kind of get bored with it and don't fool with it anymore. There's things that I have, big ideas I've had in regards to uh, uh, business making ideas to uh, uh, collecting action figures to whatever it may be. In fact, my wife looked at me the other day and she said, I'm surprised you're still with me. I said, why is that? She goes, "She said, because you get so bored with stuff so easily. And uh, she said, I'm surprised you. You, I said, hey, I didn't have a choice. I said, dad looked at me right before I walked down on the stage to, uh, to, uh, uh, to recite my vows. He said, make this work. So I didn't have a choice. It's either stay with you or get killed by him. And I figured the lesser of two, you know, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Not the lesser of two evils. I love my wife. But, you know, but you think about that. Think about a lot of things that you all have uh, gotten excited about. And I uh, think, oh, this is going to be great. And then once you get into it, you know, it's just like, well, you know, you kind of get bored after a while. And you neglect it. You lay it down. You know, I was just like me. I'm bad about, um uh, uh, Getting excited about something I've ordered on uh, on Amazon when I'm laying there late at night at bed and I'm looking at Amazon and or eBay and I've had to force myself not to do that anymore because I, I about mess myself up financially. But you know, say, oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's neat, and then when you get it, like, yeah, that's that's all right. And you lay it down, have no more nothing to do with it. Well, let's not do that when it comes to the things of salvation. Let's not neglect those things of God. Let's not uh, lose our passion. Let's not lose our excitement for the things of Jesus Christ. Let us let it uh, let us be spurred on. Let us be renewed daily by di- diving into His Word and not neglecting those important things of Christ. And uh, you know that's one thing that we have to be careful about. And I hit on this a little bit uh, when me and Brandy doing our podcast last night is that uh, in those last days that church of Laodicea, that, that lukewarm, uh, uh, God will spew them out of their mouth. And I think we see that in a lot of churches today. We see this among a lot of Christians today, is that lukewarm uh, attitude that so many people have, and that uh, they are complacent, they are apathetic, they have become lazy with their walk in Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, well, I've recited the words as if, as if it's some magic talisman kind of thing, and, and, and so you're in like Flynn, and they just don't don't care and lay around and, and watch Tiger King all day or so, whatever it is. But the thing that is, we have to stay on fire for Jesus Christ. We have to uh, be excited about the things of God. You know, we can't have one foot in the world and one foot in, in, with God. We can't ride the fence. It's either we're on fire or we're not. Now, listen, nobody's perfect. Everybody messes up. And, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not saying that we have to just as soothe as our feet, hit the floor. We're jumping up and down and, and and. You know, I don't know. Just run around and and having a hallelujah bar or something. I don't know. I'm trying to get it out of here. But um, but the fact is that building on that relationship daily, you know, I think some people think that um, when it comes to your walk with Jesus Christ, that it it is just, uh, it's based on emotion, it's based on feeling. That is wrong. It's more than just a feeling. I think that relationship with Jesus Christ will invoke an emotion at times because of uh, when the Spirit comes upon us, just like uh, a few Sundays back uh, when I went to um, and uh, we did our first online service when all this hit with this virus, uh, I become very emotional and um it was, it was an odd feeling. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like the Spirit of the Lord came upon me so thick and so strong uh, in that office when I was trying to bring that message. I, I could barely talk. Uh, that, uh, there's only been a few other times I've kind of had that to hit me that hard when trying to bring the message. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it is overwhelming. It, it really is. It's just like, it's almost like taking the breath out of you just so to speak. I don't know how to explain it so those kind of situations will sometimes evoke uh, that emotion, but that's not what our walk is about, is that it's not about uh, trying to feel an emotion all the time, it's building on that relationship, continual growth. That's why we're doing this, why we're doing this study in Hebrews, is to, to make sure that we're growing daily, all right? In fact, I, I even taught a class when we had our Bible college, it was on spiritual maturity. And that's one thing we have to strive for, is to continually grow in Christ, and that is a full spiritual maturity. And if you're stagnant, if you're not growing, then that's a problem. You need to address that, and you need to get back to what it what what it was that excited you about the things of Jesus Christ. And so we need to be on fire uh, for God like never before. Now. When he's talking about uh, Psalm 8, just said, going you know, we reread that here just a minute ago. Uh, we talk about, uh, we're, we're seeing here, well, in fact, let's go ahead and look at verse 10, just real quick here. Uh, it says, for it is fitting that for that he for whom and whom by all things exist in bringing many sons to glory should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. All right, now, this is very important here that we look at this, talking about, uh, bringing or leading many sons uh, of, to glory, all right? So in other words, Christ was a forerunner, all right? That's one thing that we need to understand is that he is a forerunner and that, um, and that he had to become a human being to be that forerunner uh, so that he could uh, burst through those bonds of sin so that he be, So that He had to become a human being to to, to break through that, that frail, that frail, can I speak tonight, the, the frailty of, of, of death and suffering that we have to deal with each and every day, and that he has risen to that glory and that honor of Jesus Christ. Now, when we look at forerunner, uh, one thing that we have to keep in mind, there's a word uh, that uh, we need to, to, uh, to address, and uh, let's see if I can find it here, I had it written down, yes, um, uh, Akigos. akigos Uh, Is uh, in other words, uh, talking about Jesus being a a pioneer. uh, Talking about um, uh, I said Archagos. I'll get out here in a second. Archigos, the the pioneer. Uh, In other words, um, that he is like um, uh, the general, the head of an army. Uh, Or talking about you know, of course, there's the the uh, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the. uh, anyway the false Greek gods You're talking about Zeus uh, being the head of the gods that kind of thing of course we know that that that's weird sorry for those on Facebook for whatever reason uh, <laughs> I, I turned into a ghost on uh, on the website here hold on just one second here I don't know what happened uh, there we go I don't know what happened there all of a sudden I faded out of these. I look like uh, um, for those on Facebook you couldn't see that but I, I look like uh, uh, back to the future when he's starting to fade away, all of a sudden it just uh, uh, turned into a, a see-through ghost there. But uh anyway, we know that Zeus is a false uh, god and, and uh, of the Greeks. We know that Jesus Christ is a, the real, true God, and I just want to you know I want to you know make sure we are clear on that, which I'm sure that you are. But uh talking about uh, being the founder, all right, just like. Uh, Dad is the founder of Fountain Life Bible Church. He's the one that laid it on his heart to start that church. And of course, I remember clearly uh, when uh, he decided to to leave uh, Liberty, where he was pastoring at before. And I remember the the storefront we was at there for a little while. I remember the church being built. You know, it's, it's kind of it's it's kind of neat to look back uh, through your life and see. How all these things come together, but uh, but he, that he is that the the founder, the originator, Jesus, not my dad, but and, uh, but trying to make that that uh, that example there, and that archigos, uh, someone that begins something in order uh, others may enter into it. Uh, that begins a family, so others can be born into it. The uh, founder of a city, that kind of thing. So that's when we see that here in Hebrews ten, we see that archigos. Uh, there and, and one good analogy uh, that I read, uh, this come out of Barclays uh, commentary, I thought was very, uh, very good. There is talking about uh, say if there was a ship uh, that uh, was dashed upon the rocks, and uh, the only way to get to safety uh, was if somebody had to take a rope or the line, uh, dive into the water and uh, get on to the, uh, to the shore so that others can get to safety. Well, that person, that first one to shore is that archigos, is that uh, is one that, that is able to get the the others to safety. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is trying to say, that that Jesus Christ is that archigos of our salvation. He blazed that trail, all right, to God, so, for us to follow, he's the one that blazed that trail so that he could lead us to God, lead us to salvation because we were unable to do it on our own. You know sometimes we think of a trailblazer, of course, I am a little partial to that word trailblazer because I went to Daniel Boone High School, and that's our mascot is the trailblazers, and that's what Daniel Boone did he he blazed those trails to lead others to where they needed to go and do and uh, uh, our 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 area is rich with history but uh so uh you know when I, last week i was hitting a little bit on the uh, revised standard version and uh, and that's kind of where the uh, english standard version uh bases uh that and from the 1970s what we're reading out of today but it's talking about the um, uh, revised standard version and the authorized version and uh were talking about how god made him perfect through his suffering all right so uh it's it and it, he had to be one of us. He had to, in order for us, and that's where I read through 18 here, and I don't want to jump ahead too much, but it's just that uh, Christ understands everything we go through. All right? He had to be one of us. He was obedient even unto death. Uh, and his obedience is not that, uh, in fact, uh, I think it's Hebrews 5. Let's see here. I think it's Hebrews 5. Uh, Eight and seven. Of course, we'll begin to do this eventually. Yeah, uh, Hebrews five, eight, and se- uh, eight. I'm sorry, I said eight. And seven. How does eight become four seven? Eight and seven uh, says that um, uh, in verse eight says, although he was son, he learned obedience through through what he suffered. Okay, so it's not that he was disobedient. It's not that he uh, uh, is that he had. And he showed his obedience by becoming human, by uh, becoming one of us, to understand our weaknesses, to understand uh, our temptations, to understand everything that we go through. There's nothing in this world that we have to deal with that Christ does not understand. You know, and that's a great thing, because if Christ did not become one of us, if if he was unable to understand our weaknesses if he was under uh, unable to then he would be a different type of god he would be a god that's unrelatable uh in fact uh it was the greeks uh that said that uh uh, I'm trying to find it here. Uh, yeah, here it was. That, that, that the basis of the Greeks, that God was detached. But the basis of, of Christianity is our identity, that idea of identity uh, through Christ Jesus. And that's why he was able to uh, sympathize with us. That's why he's able to uh, to to feel uh, what we go through and understand what we go through, that we can have that identity through Christ Jesus, and you may have heard that that term before uh, having that identity with Christ that uh, knowing that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Uh, that uh, we are uh, not only a new creation, but we strive to have that, that mind of Christ, our our way of looking at things. We have that new identity uh, and, and way we, we view things, understand things. We, have that we are new in Christ Jesus, uh, that we now uh, have our place in heaven. But uh, while we're on this earth, we have a savior who completely understands what we're going through. It's unlike any other religion. It's unlike anything else that we go through or any other religion uh, out there. Uh, that uh, or who is outside of that that you have to work your way uh, in that you have to do things to atone for your sins it's completely different jesus christ understands he is not separate from us in the fact that he does not understand what we go through so because we can't sit there you know uh, as kids sometimes it's easy to be like well uh, look at your parents and say, well, you don't understand. Well, parents understand far more than you realize, kiddos. If you, uh, if, if any of you are out there watching, uh, we've been there. We've done that. We understand it. Uh, we have made the mistakes. Uh, trust me. I've made more than my fair share of mistakes. In fact, it'd be hard pressed for any of my kids to uh, look at me and say, well, you don't understand. I'd be mean, like, look, uh, I, I've screwed up probably more than anybody. But uh, Uh, And that's one thing I kind of feel sorry for kids today because of my generation of doing all the things we shouldn't do. Uh, There's not very much that our kids can get by with that uh, they try to fool us and get away with stuff. Well, we uh, we could bust them on the spot pretty easy. (laughs) So but, uh, so we understand what our kids go through, and, uh, and, and, but Jesus Christ takes it a step for, further and he can actually feel what we're going through. And so he understands. So when we mess up and, and when we're, we're sad and we're going through these things, we're feeling tempted, we can bring that to an almighty God and he can help us to understand and we, he can help us through those situations because he understands. And uh, and so that's why we had to give it to God in prayer. And again, it comes to trusting God, so that He can understand, so that we can work on that relationship with us. And we, and we have to fully, utterly, totally trust Him in all things and all areas of our lives. Because, uh, you know, I think that's one area that so many people have a problem with. They believe in God. They understand that Him sending His only Son to become one of us. They have maybe even prayed the prayer of salvation. They understand that atoning work on the cross and they believe it. But it's like so many people still have trouble fully having that faith and trust in Jesus Christ. it's it's like, well, yeah, I understand that, but now what do I do? How, you know, how do I handle this? Or how do I take care of this? Or you know, what do I do? And and you know and they look to me sometimes as a counselor for, for or and as a pastor as uh Uh, for the answers, for everything, all I can do is try to guide you on the right path, get you on the right direction. I don't have all the answers. My dad don't have all the answers, Uh, although he's brilliant, far smarter than I'll ever be, but uh, uh, we, we don't have all the answers. Ultimately, you have to give it to God. You have to trust in him, that He is sovereign and in control of all things, and He's going to take care of you. You know, there's. I know it sounds cliche to let go and let God, but there's a lot of truth in that. You need to let it go and let and give it to God, and that's what I've had to do, and still sometimes struggle to do at times. Is that um, uh, is I have to give my kids, and my dad, and my mom, and and my wife. I have to give them over to God because I worry absolutely sick to the point that uh, uh, I, I, I find myself almost um, getting choked up and, and crying because I worry sick about them. And so uh, Lord's like, you're just going to have to give them to me. It's, it, it, it's just, you know, and let it go. God is in control. He's going to take care of them, and I have to let it go. And allowing myself to worry and be in fear and and just, you know, tormenting myself is not going to change a thing. It's not going to change anything for you that is watching out there. We have to understand that God is bigger than any problem that we have, and we have to give it to him. Either we believe and trust that he's in control or we don't. And that's what we have to, and that's what I've had to do. Uh, though I still struggle with that. And the reason why I struggle with that is because I'm imperfect. And the devil knows that weakness. And he knows how to get to me. And uh, and and I just, uh, the, the thoughts of living without uh, uh, my dad or mom or my wife and kids is just, whew, but I can't breathe. And so I why I just give it to God. And, uh, and let it go without dwell on it. Pray for them. Pray for protection about them and let it go. And that's all any of us can do. Those of you who are out there, understand God understands. He understands our temptations. He understands our weaknesses. He understands because he had to become one of us to show us the way. He understands our humanity. He understands what we've been through because he walked this earth to be one of us. And so that should bring great comfort to you in understanding that Christ understands everything that we go through and deal with that he is not separate in the fact that he don't understand so praise God for that that we can give all that uh, to him uh, again talking about that uh, you know how that um, uh, that Christ is that captain that forerunner we're seeing here in verse 10. That, uh, particularly we're seeing here in this in this leading uh, many to the sons to glory. You know, we do really look at that. You know, what is that that glory? That, that same promise that we see in Psalms 8, that he sends his son to taste death for us. That forerunner become a human being. Uh, let me get back over here just a little bit here. Now, let's say that, uh, you know, again, we see this, uh, we look at this forerunner uh, in, uh, in God's word here. Uh, that's the same glory we see in Hebrews 2, verse 7, and again in verse 9. And, uh, and that's where, you know, he's talking about that, uh, uh that great salvation, uh, that we see in verse three. See, I'm kind of recapping a little bit as we're moving forward, because uh, I think it's important that we we, you know, we we refresh. In fact, that's one thing I was talking about uh, yesterday. Uh, that we have a lot of time on our hands right now with all this going on, and a lot of people are in their homes to memorize Bible verses. And, and one great way to way I do memorization is uh, you know I have a list of Bible verses. And uh, so, like when I first started out. I would start out with something maybe uh simple like John 3:16 and then next day I would move to a, a different verse and uh, say uh, 2 Timothy 1 seven. I'd go back and go back over where I remembered the day before, go back and repeat uh, today's verse Wednesday go back over Monday to you see what I'm saying you keep going back and reviewing. That's one thing that I'm doing here is going back and reviewing so we keep these things fresh in our heads that so we don't lose sight of what our, our our goal is, what we're learning, what we're understanding. But uh, we see that here. We're talking about that great salvation that we don't need to neglect in verse 3. Uh we see this in verse 10 for it it, it was fitting. All right? When we see that here that for it was fitting, the author is is meditating on on a, uh, a way that uh God accomplished salvation. That's why he's talking about here being fitting. So uh, when we look at that, Sons of Glory, we're comparing that to uh, Psalm 8 that we just read. And so we can understand that Christ is that forerunner, all right? That he is that captain. He's leading the way for us. And so um, uh, that uh, again, and that one weakness in church is is ta- is neglecting that great salvation that we're talking about here in verse three, and we need to apply ourselves to think about it, to ponder on it, not neglecting it. I think that's one thing that. Uh, uh, when, when we're here at home or uh, wherever you're at, you know, there's, there's the uh, essentials. Uh, that's something a lot of people make us some killer uh, memes and jokes on uh, social media in regards to the uh, being essential while you're at uh, uh, having to go to work. But those who are at home and maybe those who've had a lot of time on their hands is um, that we need to make sure that we're having that, uh, uh, that we're applying ourselves to think about uh, our salvation, uh, applying that to... Think about uh, the things of God, and that we're studying it, and we're appreciative of it, and that we are not neglecting it in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That we're staying in the Word, and we're staying in in prayer, and that we're we're memorizing those Bible verses. We're doing those things. Okay, so when we look at, uh, uh, of course, we see that that greatness of salvation. Verse ten, verse nine talks about uh, uh, you know that that it ends in that. um, Let's see here, verse nine, talking about uh, the taste of death. And then uh, in verse ten, uh, we talk about why it's fitting and how it's meditating on uh, God's salvation. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, so let me look here. Uh, let's see. Read verse ten. For it was fitting, it was fitting that he whom by all whom all things exist and bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he sacrificed to those who are sanctified, all. I have one source that is why it's not ashamed to call them brothers you know you know when you see that brothers understanding that we're a, that we're a family all right dying for you know here we, we're brothers and sisters in christ jesus we're sanctified we're glorified in the things of jesus christ you know and and it's great to see so many people on, on social media when i read that when i see that about brothers understanding that uh, you know talking about family uh, so many people on social media saying, "Boy, I miss my church family. Boy, I, I miss uh, talking to everybody." You know, that's a great thing that you uh, uh, appreciate that, and you see that, and you recognize that. And I think once we all come back together when all this is over with, then we're going to have a new, whole new appreciation, hopefully, uh, for the things of the church and, and for our brothers and sisters across Jesus. I think to me, I think it's going to be a big uh, family reunion. Uh, when we get back to uh, uh, get back to church, get to back to business as usual, if you will. In fact, uh, someone had uh, sent it to Dad. Had put on there. Looked like I guess it's Chris Farley said uh, every preacher when church starts back. And I man, he's like screaming and hollering. And he's high fiving everybody. And everybody's shouting and screaming. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it'll be to that extreme. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure it could be, but I think there's going to be a, a level of excitement uh, when we come all when when we can all come back uh, together and see our brothers and sisters. And that's a great thing, man. We are a church family, and don't forget that. You know, uh, reach out. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, my aunt Linda. Uh, was had put on Facebook uh, this morning talking about reach out to there's a lot of older people who don't do internet uh, don't have a way to to watch like we do on here and uh, may be lonely have nobody to talk to so reach out if there's someone elderly in your church be sure and make it a point to to talk to them. Make sure they're okay. Make sure they got what they need. Uh, reaching out in general to, uh, you know, here talking, talking about missing their brothers and sisters, of, uh, their church family, reach out to them. You know, it don't take you two seconds to send a text message, or a phone call, or or, or message on Facebook, or whatever it may be. It's, it's no big deal. And I tell you, it's been really neat to see how so many people are trying to reach out and still keep social distancing. And I, by what I mean by that, I noticed there were some teachers the other day, I forgot where it was where the community was at, but they were, they did like a little parade uh, through some of the subdivisions and saying hi to all their children uh, that were in their classes, and uh, I've seen where several people had, they showed an elderly woman, she's 95, and she was... Um, uh, having uh, a birthday, and her family didn't want to get near or expose or anything, so they all drove by and, and and wished her happy birthday like a little parade and it, it tickled her. My dad did that with my grandmother he went out her the big big sign told her happy birthday and because he didn't want to get near her and expose her to anything. but uh, uh, let's see here. Um, okay, uh, okay, you know he's was reading about uh, in hebrews five eight and nine. Uh, talking about being made perfect uh, and made learn, and learned in, in perfect obedience by coming one of us. who didn't mean when we see that obedience that uh, he was disobedient and, and uh, he was rebellious and had to learn obedience. No, that that obedience means. Uh, becoming one of us, all right, becoming, uh, you know, remember he was fully man and he was fully God, all right, uh, and so that's what that means, so when you see that obedience doesn't mean that Christ was disobedient at some point, yeah, that obedience meaning becoming one of us, so make sure that you uh, have a clear understanding of that, that's one great thing about, uh, uh, breaking down these verses like that there's some things you could read and on the surface you may like what does that mean and "And how does that apply and and, and you know and, and there's been well intentioned pastors out there that uh, did not do the appropriate studying and they were very sincere but they were sincerely wrong they misled a lot of people that's why it's important we we uh, have a full understanding of what this is saying so but again reading here in verse uh, ten talking about where it's fitting uh, the second reason I why it was feeding feeding <laughs> fitting <laughs> get out here in a second fitting for uh, for Christ to lead so many uh the sons to glory through sufferings is unified that family All right? as we we're talking about the church family unified family, the children with jesus that that uh, we're seeing a connection between ten and eleven that sufferings uh being good all right to uh, to, uh, to our family, to the brothers uh, that we're seeing here. And three, displaying that, that infinite value uh, of, of the Father's glory, that uh, is that God created all things uh, for Christ and governed by all things, magnified by His glory. All things are governed by Him, run by Him, there's nothing outside of God's touch. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing. It's magnified by His glory, by sending His only Son to save us. And that is a, a wonderful thing, something that we can really uh, take hold of uh, for sure. Um, I was trying to bait, um, I have some things written down here, I was trying to bait whether to get into or not, but I don't know. I don't think i will to skip past that. But, uh, you know, one thing that we do have to understand. The reason I want to skip past. It, there's some. There's some things that I that I may find interesting, and uh, but you may find boring. So sometimes I get a little a deta- little too detailed oriented, and I have to be be careful about that. Because uh, like I said to you uh, last week, I, I enjoy research, and I like to uh, dive into things, and so I have to be careful sometimes not to. Uh, bore people uh, to death uh, with a lot of, well, what I'm talking about is grammatical things like uh, uh, the verb and the adjective of certain Greek words. And, and even though I like it, uh, not to throw as my shoulder, but I made A's in Greek because I, I enjoyed it I liked it. That just shows what a nerd I am. But uh, so that's why I'm, I'm kind of skipping over a few things that I had uh, had down on my Notes uh, to discuss this evening, and uh, so uh, I hope you don't mind me using notes. I, I just want to be—I just I, when it comes to uh, some of these chapters uh, that we deal with are they're difficult. They're—they're they're not easy, at least for me. you know, somebody like my dad, I'm sure it's no big deal. But I—I uh, I, I just want to be thorough, and, and I don't want to mislead anybody. I want to make sure everybody has a clear understanding uh, of what these are saying. So that's why I, when it comes to something like this, I generally when I preach, I don't use notes uh, or, or I, well, I may use them, but I just, I don't use them as, as, as much as I do with something like this. I may glance down at them, but, um, because I want to, I don't want to mislead anybody. I want to make sure that, uh, people are in a complete understanding uh, of what God's word is, is saying here. And so, you know, let's make sure that, um, you know, to, to go back over a few things here, let's make sure that we're not neglecting our salvation. Let's make sure that we're not taking it for granted that we're excited that we're not getting bored with the things of of the word of god that we understand you know uh, just like the jews they were you know of course i'm sure you know i think 99.9 percent of everybody out there has an understanding that jesus is not an angel of course there may be people out there i'm painting that with too broad of a brush but uh, that we know that the angels actually worship christ that uh, he had to become one of us he understands our weaknesses that God was glorified through his, through Christ's uh, sacrifice and what he did for us, and uh, that we can take great confidence in that, and that uh, there's nothing outside of, of God's reach and realm and his understanding. And uh, so we need to, to use that uh, to, for our spiritual growth, uh, to be excited about the things of Jesus Christ, that uh, the seriousness of what God is giving us, that he's given us that free gift of salvation, and uh, uh, you know, so many people they still think. I just, in fact, uh, just a few days ago, someone messaged me and said, uh, uh, "Is it okay to to listen to rock music?" And I said, "You know, I, I give him gifts of talents. So I don't see no reason why not, but." Uh, if, if they're seeing, we have to use common sense, if are seeing something completely demonic and, and blasphemous, obviously we don't want to, to listen to that, but that's something each, each person has to pray about. If you feel that it's sinful for you to listen to something like that, then that is a sin for you, uh, along with anything else. And that's something you have to pray about. And this person is saying, well, I was told I, I had to uh, be baptized. I, I was told I have to do this, that, and the other, uh, or I could lose my... I said, that is wrong. You know, there's, that's a, you're, you're dealing with works-based type of, of thinking there. Remember this free gift that is given to us. It is precious. It is wonderful. And they come at a very high cost. And uh, let's make sure that we are very appreciative of that high cost. And we, we serve an almighty God. You know, when we talk about that fear of God, that, that respect, not, that, not not a fearful, cowering uh, type of fear, but that respect, knowing that He is God almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, and that um, there is a very real hell and there is a very real heaven and we need to make sure that we're trying to glorify God in every way. We're imperfect, we're going to mess up and the devil's going to let us know when we mess up and he wants to destroy us, he wants to tear us down, he wants to uh, make us feel like we're not worthy, that we're not good enough, that we're failures and God's going to give up on us but nothing can be further from the truth. God is never going to give up on us, All right. We may want to backslide we may want to give up, we may want to quit the fight but God is always there and he's always going to help us to endure and to persevere and it is hard and it is it is tough that's why it's narrow is the way and broad is the path that leads to destruction it is tough and it is difficult but we have to continue the fight we have to stay true we have to stay strong don't let this quarantine these things where we're having to stay inside to 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 uh make you apathetic to make you lazy in your walk you know so many people are eager to sit and 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 binge watch on Netflix or Hulu and get uh, get a little bit lazy because we get out of our routine. You know, we, we wake up at a certain time. I know about you, I like to wake up at a certain time, read my Bible at a certain time, say my prayers at a certain time. You know, I have my, my routine. And when that gets out of whack, uh, I kind of lose focus of, of Things that are going on, it throws me off. I don't like it. So let's make sure, if nothing else, you know, even though our routines may be out of whack right now, that one thing we don't neglect is spending that time in the Word. You know, um, we in, in closing here, I want to make sure that um, one thing I do bring up and mention. That I wasn't aware of, and I apologize. Is as uh, is today is as uh, Vietnam Veterans uh, Remem- Remembrance Day and uh, March 29th, and I wasn't aware of that. And I just want to say a personal thank you to all of our Vietnam vets uh, for what they uh, what they went through. And, uh, and and it's so sad and unfortunate. In fact, when I put that on my Fighting for Traditional American Values page, uh, a Vietnam veteran put on there. He said, "When we come back, uh, how they were treated." And, how they were spit on and and, and 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 dealt with with great disregard, and he said, now everybody comes up and thanks them, and even tries to buy their meal. He said, what a difference a century makes, and that is uh, that is sad that uh, so many men and women who gave so much, you know, you heard the old saying, uh, some all gave some, and some gave all, and uh, you know, it's 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 horrible that they had to witness such horrific things, and uh, they come home to be treated so poorly. It's it's. Uh, uh, terrible thing, but, uh, but praise God that, that maybe now they're they're saying that they are respected, loved, and appreciated. And I want to say, a, first of all, thank you for me, my father, and Fountain Life Bible Church. Thank you so much for, for your service and, and what you've done for this country. But, uh, but one thing's for sure, no matter what we've been through, whether it's the, the horrors of Vietnam or, or whatever uh, tragedies you may be dealing with today, the one person we can always turn to is Jesus Christ. No matter how bad things get, and trust me, I know what it's like. I've been there in some of the darkest places of my life and uh, and some of you know and it's also something I, I, I like to talk about embarrassed about. There was a time I, I wanted to commit suicide because of the, some of the physical things I was going through and mental and emotional and spiritual things I was going through and uh, I know what it's like to be in the, the darkest regions of despair in your life that there's no way out. But I understand that Christ is there, and when I think about that despair, when I think about those times when it was so bleak and so dark that I could not see a way out, uh, looking back now, I feel like Peter. Uh, there's that picture that I love so much that uh, it looks like uh, uh, you're underwater and you see Christ's hand reaching down to pull you uh, pull uh, you back up, and that's why I look back. It looks like I feel like I could uh, I could literally relate to that picture of like I was. Uh, drowning and jesus christ reached down to pull me up so that's a great thing about the lord all right he's never going to give up on you and when you feel like you're drowning and there's no hope jesus christ is there to give us that hope and praise god that uh that he sent his son to save us and that he is there for us and he's continuing to strengthen us to help us to endure and to persevere through this or any other thing we may have to go through. So let's just turn to him in all things, and he'll give us that strength to help us out. Let's go ahead and have a closing word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us and guide us in your word uh, each and every day. Help us to be strong. Help us not to give up. Help us not to give in to... Uh, self-loathing and self-pity, and uh, Lord, uh, be to be distracted by the things of this world. Help us to keep our focus on You. Let us stay on fire for You, and let us serve You well. Lord, for someone watching this evening that doesn't know You, let us pray this prayer, dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know You died on the cross for me. I know You rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thank you all for watching uh, this evening and uh, appreciate you all. There's so many on here. There's so many people commenting and uh, I've been told by the one that uh, who is uh, my supervisor, my father. <laughs> Do not respond to those. So don't. Uh, but I appreciate all the comments and all those watching this evening. And uh, we'll continue on, Lord willing, in our study in Hebrews Wednesday Sunday morning. Uh, Dad will continue. Dr. Vic Young will continue. Uh, uh, he will be continue. He will be preaching next Sunday morning online, as we are doing now. So uh, be sure. Tune in for that. Great response this morning. All the people are glad to see him back. So hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day today. And uh, you know what? As I always say, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.